G'day guys, welcome to the About Average Podcast. Here today, I have Russell, as usual. How are you today, bro? Yeah, not too bad, bro. Yourself? Yeah, not bad. Fucking game day for the Cowboys. But, before we get to that origin, Wednesday night, how fucking good. Queensland, come up with the goods in Adelaide, giving us a really, really good look at a series win, because I don't think New South Wales have won at Suncorp after not winning the first game for a decider in 40 years I think the stats I've heard lately as Origin Origin hasn't even been going 40 years has it well these cunts are liars then it's, Origin's been going like 30 something years I swear well regardless of the fact that they've got a really bad track record of winning at Suncorp and also not winning the first game and then losing the second at Suncorp as well yeah I mean there's there's a real good chance we close it out at Suncorp <laughs> Suncorp's just got that that fuck about it, you know. I mean, it's got that magic ground magic, and then it's just got origin magic as well. I think the thing is, at Suncorp when it's packed with eighty thousand Queenslanders, like that atmosphere has just got to be mental. Like I don't know, New South Wales don't get origin. No, they They're just shit. don't. They just don't get it. Like the, the the way you know New South Wales don't get origin is just by looking at the way the game actually went the other night. <laughs> like, we got... Queensland, we got smoked in the stats. Honestly, New South Wales made more metres than us. Um, they had more possession. I think we completed at the same rate. I'm just looking it up now. Yeah, so we, we both completed at 78%, but they had 53% of possession. Right, they made 300 more metres, 120 more post-contact metres, Yet, we beat them five tries to three. It's just, they don't get it, man. The the defense, their attitude isn't there. No. Like, you pull on the Queensland jersey and you're playing for the state. You know, Ruben Cotter's the perfect example. He is a Queenslander through and through. Like, that's what what you expect a Queenslander to be. Even Val Holmes. Even Val Holmes. Like, you got some some Cowboys players that you would say that aren't quite in the best of form. Well, the team's not in form this year, but then you they whack on their origin jerseys and it's just a whole other animal. Yeah. You know? Just it's, like, yeah, Dan Gagai used to be. Yeah, exactly. Like I was saying the, the other day. Yeah, yeah. But what what isn't really cool is when you get an Addo car tackle, the tackle's finished and then he just throws a fucking shoulder straight into Reese Walsh. Nothing happens of it. It wasn't really a shoulder. I mean, Josh Adokar came down into the tackle pretty much throwing a right hook. Yeah, well, like, been, if, any, if they he... were standing up, the ref would have said Josh Adokar threw a punch and he would have been sent for 10. But because he was on his way down tra- making the tackle, you know, they just they just look over it. Oh, it's a start of origin. We'll just, we'll just look past it. Yeah. But, but then Ruben Cotter now, he got penalised and fined by the match review committee for a fucking crusher tackle on Josh Adokar in the same game. Yeah. But Josh Adokar hasn't been charged by the match review committee at all. Like, he didn't even get penalised. Yeah, there wasn't even a penalty. It was just fully ignored, like it never happened. It was in, like, the first two minutes of the game and it was, I think they were a bit like, oh, we don't want to blow the whistle just yet. They're taking advantage of it, really. I mean, it was just, I don't know, the... Really seemed like the refs were doing whatever they could to help New South Wales, but they just couldn't do enough. No. Especially that Ashley Klein. Yeah. Hey, How the fuck him. does he get picked for an Origin game? Probably just... All the other ones are too shit. I don't know. He's probably just one of the only ones they can pay off. <laughs> yeah, well, not... You, you I'm can sure pay you can't off pay off every ref. You, you, well, you can pay refs off, but when you've got good football in front of you, you can't... All, I mean, like... Yeah, they've done some bullshit stuff in the past, which they've been called out on. But it's like you can't, you can't do it too much in a game before. Yeah, otherwise, it's just where it's blatantly obvious. Like, is it, you know? No, but it's really easy for a ref to manipulate a game. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> All they have to do is keep giving a few six agains in a row to one team. Say early in the game, a few six agains, a few six agains, right? and that just lets one team build momentum, and it tires out the other team. And one team gets ahead. 
through all those six agains and extra penalties. Then towards the back end of the game, when it's too hard for the other team to come back and win it, the ref gives out a few more penalties and six agains to the other team and balances it all out in terms of stats. And yeah. it doesn't look so obvious. That's pretty shit. It's not fucking hard to do. But... I feel like if we're going to keep on that, we need to get the conspiracy hats Because <laughs> it is a conspiracy theory. I, I mean, everyone knows that Yeah, you know, it, it's, sports betting and shit has got a, a bit to do with games here and there. I'm not saying every game is rigged and shit. Like, obviously not. But surely in some way, shape or form, it is involved somewhere. Yeah. I feel like as soon as money's been put on something, there's some degree of fixing. Yeah. Yeah. Has to be. But... I feel like I shouldn't have destroyed the little aluminium. Uh, what so do you we can it? put it on? Yeah, I did yeah. that to one of the ones, uh, the pies that I got from the smoko truck. I, I didn't destroy mine here, I'll put it on. <laughs> there you go, you got me tinfoil hat on. <laughs> Alright, we're all good. <laughs> <laughs> but it was just a fucking sick game, I mean. Oh, it was, it was Queens, really Queensland game. went down to, you know, we, we were losing for a bit of the game there and then we came back. Like, fuck, it was pretty intense. Like, it was pretty on the edge of your seat then that's that last 10 minutes the, their wheels fell off and we just smoked them with a really really sneaky and off the camera sort of sim bidding like what the fuck happened there like what's the go of channel 9 sort of me like the what the tv direction it's it's shit you watch it on fox and everything's covered they show you all the different angles all the time and then in, on channel 9 it just seems to be shit every time and then when that came to happen, no one even knew it really happened. And all of a sudden, old mate's walking, uh, Flegler's walking off the field. Yeah. And everyone's going, wait, what? And then it comes up on the bottom of the screen, Simbin. Like, hey, what? what? Like, why? The Simbin, like, the, the penalty happened like a fucking minute ago. How come it's a Simbin now and wasn't a Simbin tent a minute ago? But it didn't even fucking matter. And I was sitting there thinking to myself, this is, we're going to get a fucking try here. We're going to show that this is bullshit. We don't even need that cunt on the field anyway. I mean, shout out to Tom, Tommy Flagler. He had a good game, but... <laughs> I get the point you're making, yeah. Yeah, you get what I'm saying. Yeah. But... It's not like we, it's not that we don't need him out there. It's just we could still score with 12 players on the field, not 13. But, but I think the most satisfying thing at the end of the game and listening to all the New South Wales-supported um, podcasts is none of them are blaming the referee. None of them are blaming anything other than shit football performance from their own team. <coughs> we've, as they were giving us heaps of, you know, shit just saying, oh, fucking Queensland sticking to their pick and stick. And then, you know, Billy Slater axes a few people and chucks in a couple others. Well, it turns out Queenslanders get football. And it doesn't really matter who you chuck in the Queensland team. It's just, we're just going to get through. I mean, this year, we have we've had some spankings. We've definitely had. I mean, we had the one of the biggest spankings in history when Origin came to Townsville for the one and only time. Yeah, only Origin I've ever been to. Thanks, boys. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake! I remember that. that was, the funniest thing about that game was because it was Feldy's first Origin, and it was in Townsville. Like. Everyone at the stadium was so hyped and everyone was just screaming the whole time, just kick it to Feldy. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember looking, watching it on the telly and like the helicopter fucking shot of the stadium like before it started, but all you could see was just a sea of maroon. Like there was just from the air, it was just a sea of maroon, like gets you fucking stiff. And then we just went out there and flung shit. Yeah, we're we shutting we our hands and terrible. just shutting our hands and just fling, fling. That's because they didn't kick it to Feldy. Yeah, that's right. And you kick it to Feldy in Townsville, he'll score. And then the two times he did touch the ball, he got fucked. So now tonight we have the Cowboys versus Storm in in Townsville at KCB Stadium, kicking off at four o five. Yeah, it is four o five. Yeah, Shit, that's in an hour and forty minutes. Yeah. Just enough time to uh, get through the pot and watch the footy. Yeah, that's it. Well, that's what we did right before the uh, origin, so <laughs> worked out. But yeah, we got pretty much, yeah, we got all our team playing bar Muzz. Muzz is out. Yeah, Muzz is out and we're still missing Jace and we're still missing James Tamo. Yeah. But other than that, this is 
the most full strength squad we've had all season. Yeah. But we're still missing like missing Muzz and missing Jace is huge. Like I feel like Tom Tomo's still a good player, obviously. But mm. I feel like majority of the reason that we brought him to the club was just some experience and you know, an old head to have around the club for the younger forwards there. Yeah. You know, like he he was only gonna be on the bench for us anyway and we got a lot of young forwards that can play that role just as good, if not better, probably. Shout so. out to my mum. My mum taught Jimmy Tamo's kids how to swim. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool. Oh, yeah, the dogs are up over the roosters right now. Oh, I'll get fucked. Yeah, 12-6. First half, 22 minutes in. Nah, roosters can still pull through. Obviously, they can still pull through, but I'm just saying, they're, the dogs are up right now. Last night, I fucking pulled it off, I called it. There was heaps of people carrying on about the Dolphins being so good. Yeah, well, they got smashed in fucking Auckland last <laughs> night. And Bro, got... how good are the Wires this year, though? Well, I mean, they were terrible in Napier when they had 12 counts jump on the field and start running across it, but... Yeah, but that's not the players. Yeah, but then it was... But we they lost that game. But then I took a leaf out of that book and went, they're going to... Whoever they verse next week, they're going to fucking kill them. Because they want to... They want to show that how good New Zealand is. Also, to be fair, like, they lost 22 to 26 to the Bronx last week. Mm, yeah. So, like, you know, it's the Broncos. They're playing good footy this year. Yeah, the Broncos are fucking, like, they're the, they're the Queensland team that's got it this year. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be the Cowboys at the end of the year. Maybe. Maybe. <clears throat> yeah, we know. usually pull it together by the end, and then we fucking do a shutdown reboot over the preseason, and... Fuck it up again next year. <laughs> yeah, we just, we're gonna, we, honestly, I feel like today's game is crucial for our season yes. to build some momentum. Like, to get up over a team like the Storm right now would be huge for us. Yeah, fucking A. Like, it would be massive for us. We, we need this win to kickstart something. Like, losing here would mean we got smoked by the Tigers and lost a close game to the Eels. And they go lose to the Storm at home. Like, it's, it's rough in the middle of the season. Mm. We, we need this win today. Yeah, for sure. Like, I'm confident we can do it. Yeah, we're, it's not... We're it's massive not Im- outsiders, though, with $3.10 to $1.37. Fuck me. But mm. it's not impossible. It's not impossible. What happened the last time the Storm came to Townsville? They got... Spanked. They got proper spanked. No, that's gonna be good as. Can't wait for that. All right. Yeah, I'll put. Yeah. So oh, so we've decided that Russell's gonna try and pull off the elusive Cowboys multi for the rest of the season. (laughs) Because we've decided collectively a bunch (laughs) with a few mates that the Cowboys multi is the hardest one to get. You can only win a Cowboys multi if you don't get footy. Because if you get footy and you're rooting for the Cowboys like fuck, like we just can't lose the game. You put on a nice multi, you lose. We get smoked. We just forget to show up. Every time, bro. Yeah. So, I've wasted lots of money trying. I'm not even going to bother. <laughs> but Russell's going to give it a shot. Look, why not? You know? Yeah, well, why not? Someone's got to do it. You can't hurt. You're feeding... You're sending the bookies kids to school, mate. So. Yeah, and... I'll, in the long run, always lose more money than I'll make, too. But yeah. So, I mean, you're sending it, the book these kids. When it does well. hit, sick. Um, so, I'm thinking any time try scorers, Feldy and Lukey, mm-hmm. and then Will Warbrick for the Storm. Yep. Um, Sounds good. I'm going to go with Cowboys 1-12. to Yeah. Well, if there's a Cowboys win, that'll be 1-12, to 12, surely. Surely. Like, if we blow the storm out, then I'll be fucking so happy. But I, f- I see it if we win being a close game. Um, and then total match points, I'm going to get over 42.5. Yeah, right. So, five legs, $80 odds, 30 bucks on it with a bet return. One leg fails, you get my money back but if it wins I win 2400 bucks yeah nice there you go so Feldy Lukey Will Warbrick as any time try scorers Cowboys 1-12 and over 42 and a half total match points 
Oh, we'll see if he pulls it off. But, you know, no no high hopes. Yeah, no high hopes. I went to the casino the other night and won fucking nothing, so. <laughs> That's right. You win some, you lose more. For free and confidential gambling help, call the number on screen or visit the website. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, so what actually happens is you win some, then you lose more, then you lose more, then you lose more. Then you lose more, then you win some. Yeah. Then you lose more, and more and more and more and more, and then you win some more. <laughs> it just, it never works out, man. Gambling is not a way to make money. It's a thrill. It's, it's pure entertainment. It's a if, thrill. Yeah. That's it. If you, if you have a little bit of spare money that you're like, you know what, I, this is entertainment money for me, fine, put a bet on. But like, don't look at it as a way to make money ever because it just won't fucking work. Yeah. Like if you're about, if you need to pay that bill, but you want more money to pay it with, just pay the bill with the money you have and pay the rest of it later. Yeah. Like don't, don't chase your losses. Don't be a dickhead. Don't be one of them cunts. Don't be one of them cunts. So the Formula One was in Monaco on last weekend. It was a, very interesting sort of race, and there was a bit of controversy. Controversy. So Lewis Hamilton crashed out in in qualifying, and as you would see when you watch that race, there's a lot of cranes set up all around the track. When Lewis's car was picked up and craned, the TV gained many, many very good, high-quality shots of the underside of the car. Oh. Mercedes are not very happy about it. I bet. Because Red Bull had had their vehicle craned earlier in the day and it didn't gather nearly as much attention. Now, I don't know if it's still a, some sort of a bombardment on Mercedes because I don't get the point of it anymore because they're not winning. They're not even in... They're, they're literally the best of the rest now. Aston Martin's flogging them. Fucking even Alpine's up there. McLaren's, oh, McLaren's doing pretty poorly, to be honest. Which sucks to see because you got that new Aussie dude over there, Oscar Piastri. Although they, him and Lando did finish in the points this for Monaco this year. So and I believe it, I think it's Piastri's third time in the points. I can't remember off the top of my head. Yeah, right. But it was a really interesting race because about lap, uh, well, in the, in the last third of the race, a big heap of rain come through. And it was a real gamble whether or not, you know, you go to intermediate tyres or if you stay on your slicks. And it ended up raining for longer than what they than they anticipated. But Alonso wasn't able to take it away from Max. Max still won, but Alonso from Aston Martin, second place. And then, <laughs> and then third place goes Esteban Ocon from Alpine, which was fucking pretty cool. But... Monaco for me is a pretty boring race. You just watch qualifying. I mean, it's it'd be it's a driver's race. That that track would be fucking sick to drive around, but to watch it is boring as fuck. It is just a literal billionaire pissing contest. Oh, My man. super yacht's bigger than yours. My super yacht got a Ferrari F forty craned onto the front fucking deck of it so I could park it next to the fucking track and look like a top cunt with me all me money. Bro, that's rich. Dude, you probably <laughs> never... That's, that's life goals, honestly. That's... You've probably never even heard of him either. That's the funniest bit, is this cunt just has a super yacht, probably worth a billion fucking dollars, that just the yacht itself, and then he probably owns his own crane, and just went, you know what, I want to put my Ferrari on the front of my boat to take to the Monaco Grand Prix. There's probably like a little ramp inside the boat that the Ferrari just like drives into cut and he just drives it in and out and just puts it on the deck. So a little bit of golf. I haven't I haven't played this weekend. Russell went and played today. No, I didn't. I didn't play golf today. Oh. I played eighteen holes of whack fuck. Oh. Yeah. Unlucky. Yeah. I wish I played golf today. I tried to play golf today. Well, comp too, I, yeah, I played in comp. That's probably why I played whack fuck. <laughs> I mean, I, <clears throat> I woke up, I got my clubs, I went to the golf course, wore all my golf clothes, went out and hit balls around and just didn't play golf. Fuck. 
How'd you go at Rose Bay the other day? So I, yeah, so I went to Rose Bay. Oh, I think my chair, my chair did a fart. Oh. Oh, yeah. So my, I went to Rose Bay last weekend with my family for a one o'clock tea. I got there about quarter to one. My parents got there at quarter past one. My brother got there at half past one. So, you know, golf course etiquette. Nice, nice and on time. Yep. So anyway, we get there. Get the carts all sorted out. Uh, about a four, five. Eh. So yeah, get get the cart too. <laughs> get the get the carts and head down. Fucking, I smack some real nice ones straight off the bat. But I think for the nine holes that we did play all together, I think I scored two pars, which I was pretty stoked about. Because yeah, I nice. think we we just did like individual stroke play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, which I just didn't care. I just wanted, I just basically, I basically just rocked up and practiced. But did nine holes with my parents, and then they just went, "Oh yeah, well, it's getting late." What do you mean? It's three o'clock. The golf course doesn't close for another three hours. <laughs> but anyway, then my brother wanted to go as well, so they all left, and I went, "Oh fuck it, I'm gonna go do it again because I paid for it." So off I went. Man, fucking really struggled on the first three holes. That's like I got some. I mean, I hit some nice shots, but still buggy, double buggy. You know, just still fuck one of them or two of them. They are par threes, so it's easy to easy to fuck. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Par threes are like the hardest holes to make par three uh, pars on. I swear. But then like, hole seven, I smacked two balls and I parred them both. But complete fucking backflip with Mystic Sands last weekend. Where I lost eight balls or more. Which eight. was the first time you'd bought new golf balls. Like fucking good hell. brand new golf balls in a long time. I treated myself to a box of Callaway Supersofts because I've been playing nice golf. I was like, yep, all right. Now you're probably getting to a point where a good ball would improve your game. No, nah, a good ball just makes me more angry when I watch a hook slice fucking 68 metres into the fucking into a tree and then bounces off that and 68 metres off that tree and into the bush but the right ball will always improve your game oh for sure but I did 18 holes of par threes at Rose Bay and I didn't lose a single one with yellow balls too not a single crow they're right you got lucky there I got fucking lucky I literally I was using a yellow ball on purpose because I wanted to show my family how Crow will come and steal it. <laughs> and they fucking, like, I was even two-balling a couple of the holes. Just to get one stolen. Yeah, It just yeah. didn't happen. No. Nah, Crows, not... Crows must have been busy on the main course. <laughs> I think I like, the six hole. When I pointed and played it myself the second time, I cracked my six iron off the front tee. And I just went, fuck. Oh, that just went left as shit. It would have gone probably pin high, but it's left as fuck. Oh, well, whatever. And then I'm walking around, there's no one else out there. I'm just out there completely on my own, just driving around. And yeah, fucking sure enough, I still found that ball. It was just, it was good that I knew it went pin high because it was, I just had to look on a line somewhere around there and then boom, I found it right on the edge of the rough, like right on the left-hand side of the seventh tee box there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, nice. I was like, fuck yeah, that that gets you hard as fuck. (laughs) Doing 18 holes two balling basically the whole thing and not losing one ball yeah 100% when you're playing two balls it's so much easier to lose balls yeah because you got to remember where you hit both the cunts yeah especially when you're doing army golf with two balls yeah <laughs> yeah 100% and I made friends with one of the crows today oh true at Tropics yeah, yeah. it was um we were at the uh, 16th tee box the path the path three um, uh, is that the one heading over that water there where you sit th- under the pergola? Nah. At Tropics, the 16th tee box is. Oh, uh, sorry. No, I was thinking the. um, I was thinking of the wrong green. Oh, uh, the wrong. Yeah, you're, wrong thinking of, you're thinking of the 8th. Yeah. Yeah, no. Nah, 16th, part 3, going back the other way, third last hole. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we we're at the tee box just waiting, and a crow just comes and lands on the tee box. And I actually bought a golf course sandwich today. No. Oh, yeah. So I'd crust the throat. What what'd you get? Um chicken, cheese and mayo. Cool. It was a fucking good sandwich. I Man, love a golf course sandwich. Yeah, golf course sandwiches are usually fucking good. Yeah, they're always good. I've never had a shit golf course sandwich. Yeah, literally I. 
But yeah, so hopefully this crow just keeps pulling up whenever he sees me and I'll just keep giving him some food and then hopefully he'll leave my golf balls alone because I feel like for them by now they've worked out it's not a game. I mean, they've worked out it's just a game. Like it's, it's not food. It's just a game for them. Like the reason they steal your ball is they want to just fuck with you. And the more that you chase them and get angry at them, the more fun it is for them and the more they want to fuck with you. So I feel like I just need to make friends with them and sort of somehow train them not to touch my ball, but then to go pick up everyone else's and bring me their Pro V ones so I don't have to buy Pro V ones. Man, too bad if you got it trained up, but then it started just hit, bringing your ball back to you like a dog playing fetch. I'd be, look, as long as you see the crow take the ball. But if the crow moves the ball. No, if you, but if the crow, if the crow goes and picks the ball up. Yeah. And fucks off for, for, for a bit. Mm. Then you can be like, that's where I take my drop up there, where the crow took it from. Yeah. As long as you see the crow take the ball. Yeah. But if no one sees the crow take the ball, then like it's just a lost ball. Yeah, that's what I said to my parents too. I was just like, yeah, if you if we see the crow fly off with a ball, it's a free drop. But if you don't, then it's not. And they're like, yeah, right. Yeah. But if you, it's pretty hard to miss a crow flying off with a yellow ball. Yeah, 100%. Especially a brand new cunt too, where it's just fluorescent yellow. Like they can be pretty sneaky, but they're not that sneaky. <laughs> Man. I fucking... I can't get over my fish tank, eh? Why don't you just go under it? Well, actually, I've got to. I got to get my sister to get under it so she can fix my fish tank light that I put on it. Because one of me fucking one of my lights stopped working, which I'm spewing about. That's why I got that other one sitting on top of it. But yeah, me and the missus put together this hundred and twenty-five liter tank, probably a month and a half ago now. Done up like a nice little natural riverscape. All we got in there, we got fucking five bronze quarries with, and then just one other quarry that came from another tank, but that tank sort of got <coughs> fucked up. Which one's the driver? Um, I'd say the Pleco. So the Pleco is the driver? Yeah, he's, right. he's the old head of the tank. Who's the gunman? The gunman would be the Danios. They, they, they like calling the shots. They like, they like the sergeants getting around the tank. They go, <laughs> they go around harassing every cunt too, so... <laughs> Wait, but one of my one of my quarries, man, he sort of worked out that the um the flakes sit up on top. Yeah, yeah. The, when the flakes go up on top, he can just fucking he can just swim upside down along the top of the water, and he just goes along just fucking chopping the top of the water upside down. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious, man. I was just sit. I was just sitting there fucking giggling like a dickhead about it. Fucking the other day, like for ages. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bro. That's unreal. It's <laughs> bad timing. And then, the yeah, only. It seems like I can't go a weekend without buying something for it. <clears throat> like I think yesterday, Kel and I went to A One, and we picked up six green neons, and some ramshorn snails. And then today I'm scrolling through Facebook and I find this lady for selling little blue shrimp. So I picked up ten of them. <laughs> oh fuck! Tell you what, on the oh, way I got the blue blue lobby. Eh? Yeah, I got the blue lobbies. <laughs> oh yeah, fucking on the way to Castletown to go get me cash out. I'm just going down Bayswater Road and I'm stopped at that red light there at Bayswater Road and Kings Road. Yeah. Just bopping the music <coughs> and then fucking. All of a sudden, the ambulance coming up behind us didn't have your sirens come on like the highway coming up to the intersection, so I just sort of didn't even really notice it was coming. Next thing, I hear this fucking boom! Oh, <laughs> oh shit. shit! And I like look in my mirror, and I'm like, "Fuck!" And I'm like, "The he was on my on the left hand lane where I was," and I was like, "Oh fuck!" And I was like, "Shit, which way is he gonna go?" Then I seen him diving into the bike lane. And I'm just like, yep, right. And I, I go to like move my car over, and the car next to me is just not moving. I sit, I sat my bull bar like fucking probably ten mil off their car. Like, dude, move. Yeah, like, like what fucking, the fuck are they doing? Yeah, and then all of a sudden they sort of noticed. Like, I was about half a second off just landing on the air horns. Like, fucking pay attention. There's an ambulance here, you can't. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Bro, people do not pay attention to that shit at all. No, nah, I mean watching an ambulance try and never. If it's 
if it's not my part of the intersection the ambulance is trying to get through, man, sometimes it is just the most cringy fucking shit watching just idiots. Like, oh, but the light's red. Oh, but it's a fucking emergency vehicle. If you don't run that red light to let the fucking ambo through, you're getting done for obstructing an emergency vehicle. So just fucking move, cunt. Yeah, get out of the way. Like, someone's life could literally be on the line. Like, someone's house could be on fire. Someone could be getting fucking bashed in a park. Like, someone, yeah. something could be happening. Fucking move. Yeah. Like, you're, you're allowed to break traffic laws to get out of the way for an emergency fucking vehicle. Yeah, like, as long <laughs> as it's safe to do so. Yeah. Like, you... If you need to travel out into the intersection, do it slowly. Yeah. Start creeping out, creeping out, flash your lights, toot your horn, do something, you know, like if no one's fucking paying attention, just make it be known. I mean, I don't know if that's going to do much when there's already a fucking ambulance behind you with sirens. That was fucking scary. Yeah, that was a big old gust of wind, that can <laughs> Oh, but... Yeah, like, I don't, I don't know. I feel like you could be tooting and flashing your lights, but if no cunts realise that ambulance are right behind you, mm. yeah, well, you're fucking not going to do much anyway. Like, the thing that spins me out the most is people who drive around with, like, two headphones in. Mm, that's pretty silly. Like, what you can do, if, you're, if your car doesn't do Bluetooth or whatever, go to Kmart, buy yourself a $15 FM transmitter, it connects to any Bluetooth phone. It'll even connect to my ZTE Blade fucking $100 Woolworths Telstra phone. Yeah. And then you don't need to have that shit. You can just use your fucking radio. If you're that desperate to have a headphone in, just put one in. Yeah. You don't need to put both in. It's, it's just... It's it's not, you need some fucking awareness. Yeah, you need a situational awareness. Yeah. And, I mean, like, sometimes you have your music turned up in your car so loud you don't have any anyway, but... I feel like you're still better off than having headphones. Yeah, on. yeah, it's 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 like a it is a double edged sword, but it's one of those like, what would you rather? I'd rather there not be noise cancelling right on my head on my head here. Like if I can't even hear my own car, yeah, then what the fuck? Yeah, you got a problem. I mean, I couldn't do that anyway. Driving a manual, driving a fucking. Well, I suppose I just I've driven my car so much now. I, don't, I mean, I don't have a taco. But it's just you feel the when it starts losing power through the RPM that you just change gear. Yeah. Yeah, you just know. But like your car's that loud and the hole in your exhaust is right next to your window. <laughs> so I feel like you should never have a problem hearing your car. No. In fact sometimes I can hear your car from like six streets away, but it's ridiculous. Yeah, I need to fix it. Like, when I leave for work in the morning, I just, like, idle it all the way out to the main road in, like, third gear, just so I can sort of scoot through without making too much noise. Nah, just start ripping burnouts in your grass. But then it's funny when I get out onto the main road and you get, like, a big gaggle of fucktards on there in the Lycra. A gaggle? <laughs> Why is it a... G <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's a gaggle of fucktards. <laughs> You know, I don't even need to tell you what it is. I, I get it. In cycles. Yeah. <laughs> so, just pull along there and just, but then there'll be, because I just, I literally drive along the main road there for about 300 metres and then I turn off onto a side street and just hook it through the back streets because I hate traffic lights. And, but sometimes I have to like wait in the left lane of Ross River Road because it's just all these cyclists and I'm just gonna like I gotta give way to them. It's just the law. I'm just sitting there like I'm glad I'm tired as shit and I don't care because if I actually gave a fuck or I was late to work right now, I'd be going off my head. But uh, it's just I just don't understand, man. There's places to ride your pushy like the the. Council and the, and the government spend enough money on infrastructure for places to do that stuff and then they'll just go and ride on the road. Yeah. Like, like there's fucking, like... 15, ride on the bike lane. There's 15 kilometres of fucking of footpath for bikes around Ross River or something like that. I, I, I can get wanting to ride your bike on the road especially when you need to go places with it but like just use the fucking bike lane and don't be a dickhead and if your bike like, if your bike can't handle the shoulder of the road buy a different bike yeah it's just like 
you know, if your if your Ferrari can't take the road in Townsville, you don't make the council fix the road. They don't give a fuck about your Ferrari. You just don't drive your Ferrari on that road. <laughs> if you've got simple. any respect for your own equipment, don't blame everyone else. Take some ownership and responsibility. Yeah. Thank God, just don't fucking understand. I I really hate when there's like when cyclists are just riding straight out in the middle of a fucking car lane or like say you go over Bowen Road Bridge yeah. it's a two lane bridge and then you get a cyclist going right across the fucking bridge and then say you got two trucks coming opposite ways even two cranes or or two cranes or yeah. and there's there's a fucking path on the side of the bridge that's just made for you if you're walking over it or a cyclist to just cruise across that then you can go back out to the bike path if you really want yeah, to. Yeah, like there's, on the on, there's markings on the road that tell the cyclists to not go across the bridge. And then they just go and do it. And it's like, the you're road just surface. making it dangerous for everybody else and yourself. And the road surface of the bridge is fucking awful too. Yeah. Compared to the concrete on the side. Like, yeah, the concrete's <laughs> got a whole is. bunch of fucking lines in it, but, like, at least it's not shitty bitumen. No, it's pretty smooth, that concrete. And, like, I've been in, I've been in a 15-ton front as a passenger going over Bowen Road Bridge and like if there was a cyclist on there even if there was cars on the other side you'd just have to sit behind it yeah you wouldn't the whole, the whole way across the bridge because you couldn't get past it no. there's no possible way you could get around it without the with oncoming traffic coming the other way like so what? then you got to slow down a fucking 20 ton machine to, it's down to whatever fucking speed a push bike's doing it's just it's unsafe as fuck yeah. it's just the the risk matrix there is blown completely out of proportion and what you do is you remove well you go to the hierarchy of control and the first thing is elimination eliminate the fucking bike from the road there cyclists can't die (laughs) problem solved they can't you can't get hit if you're not there that's the it's like the drink driving theory if you're in the right and you're drunk you're in the wrong because you shouldn't have been there in the first place that's how they look at it yeah yeah 100 percent it's, even it if that person completely broke the road rules and died of the result of it, you were drunk. You shouldn't have been there. Too fucking bad. You go to jail. That's <clears throat> how it is. It is. <laughs> How'd you go at Rose Bay the other day? So I, yeah, so I went to Rose Bay. Oh, I think my chair. My chair did a fart. Oh. Yeah. So my, I went to Rose Bay last weekend with my family for a one o'clock tea. I got there about quarter to one. My parents got there at quarter past one. My brother got there at half past one. So, you know, golf course etiquette. Nice, nice and on time. Yep. So anyway, we get there, <coughs> get the carts all sorted out. Uh, about a four, five. Yeah. So yeah, get, get the cart too. <laughs> get, get the carts and head down fucking I smacked some real nice ones straight off the bat but I think for the nine holes that we did play all together I think I scored two pars which I was pretty stoked about because I think we we just did like individual stroke play yeah yeah which I just didn't care I just wanted I just basically I basically just rocked up and practiced but did nine holes with my parents and then they just went, oh yeah, well, it's getting late. What do you mean? It's three o'clock. The golf course doesn't close for another three hours. <laughs> but anyway, then my brother wanted to go as well. So they all left and I went, oh fuck it. I'm going to go do it again because I paid for it. So off I went. Man, fucking really struggled on the first three holes. It's, like, I got some, I mean, hit some nice shots, but still buggy, double buggy. You know, you still fuck one of them or two of them. They are par threes, so it's easy to, easy to fuck. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Par threes are like the hardest holes to make par three, uh, pars on, I swear. But then, I think hole seven, I smacked two balls and then par them both. But, complete fucking backflip of Mystic Sands last weekend, where I lost eight balls or more. Which eight. was the first time you'd bought new golf balls. Like, fucking good brand new golf balls in a long time I treated myself to a box of Callaway Super Softs because I've been playing nice golf I was like yep alright now you're probably getting to a point where a good ball would improve your game nah a good ball 
just makes me more angry when I watch it hook slice fucking 68 metres into the fucking, into a tree and then bounces off that and 68 metres off that tree and into the bush. But the right ball will always improve your game. Oh, for sure. But I did 18 holes of pass threes at Rose Bay and I didn't lose a single one. With yellow balls too. Not a single crow. They're right. You got lucky there. I got fucking lucky. You I literally... I was using a yellow ball on purpose because I wanted to show my family how crow will come and steal it. And they fucking, like, I was even two-balling a couple of the holes. Just to get one stolen. Yeah, It just yeah. didn't happen. No. Crows, crows must have been busy on the main course. <laughs> I think at the sixth hole, when I pointed played it myself the second time, I cracked my sixth line off the front tee. And I just went, fuck. Oh, that just went left as shit. It would have gone probably pin high, but it's left as fuck. Oh, well, whatever. And then I'm walking around. There's no one else out there. I'm just out there completely on my own, just driving around. And yeah, fucking sure enough, I still found that ball. It was just, it was good that I knew it went pin high because it was. I just had to look on a line somewhere around there, and then boom, I found it right on the edge of the rough, like right on the left hand side of the seventh tee box there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah I nice. Just, I was like, fuck yeah, that that gets you hard as fuck. Get, <laughs> doing eighteen holes two balling basically the whole thing and not losing one ball yeah 100% when you're playing two balls it's so much easier to lose balls yeah because you've got to remember where you hit both cunts yeah especially when you're doing army golf with two balls yeah <laughs> yeah 100% and I made friends with one of the crows today oh true at Tropics yeah, yeah. it was um we were at the uh, 16th tee box the path the path three um, uh, is that the one heading over that water there where you sit under the pergola? Nah. At uh, Tropics. The 16th tee box is... Oh, uh, sorry. No, I was thinking the... um, I was thinking of the wrong green. Oh, the wrong... Yeah, you're, wrong thinking of, you're thinking of the 8th. Yeah. Yeah, no. Nah, 16th, part 3, going back the other way, third last hole. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we were at the tee box just waiting and a crow just comes and lands on the tee box. And I actually bought a golf course sandwich today. Oh, yeah. So I'd crust the throat. What, what'd you get? Um, chicken, cheese, and mayo. Ooh. It was a fucking good sandwich. I yeah. love a golf course sandwich. Yeah, golf course sandwiches are usually fucking good. Yeah, they're always good. I've never had a shit golf course sandwich. Yeah, literally, yeah. But yeah, so hopefully this crow just keeps pulling up whenever he sees me and I'll just keep giving him some food and then hopefully he'll leave my golf balls alone because I feel like for them by now they've worked out it's not a game I mean they've worked out it's just a game like it's it's not food it's just a game for them like the reason they steal your ball is they want to just fuck with you and the more that you chase them and get angry at them the more fun it is for them and the more they want to fuck with you so I feel like I just need to make friends with them and sort of somehow train them not to touch my ball, but then to go pick up everyone else's and bring me their Pro V ones so I don't have to buy Pro V ones. Man, too bad if you got it trained up, but then it started just hit, bringing your ball back to you like a dog playing fetch. I'd be, look, as long as you see the crow take the ball. But if the crow moves the ball. No, if you, but if the crow, if the crow goes and picks the ball up. Yeah. And fucks off for, for, for a bit. Hmm. And you can be like, that's where I take my drop up there, where the crow took it from. Yeah. As long as you see the crow take the ball. Yeah. But if no one sees the crow take the ball, then like it's just a lost ball. Yeah, that's what I said to my parents too. I was just like, yeah, if you if we see the crow fly off with a ball, it's a free drop. But if you don't, then it's not. And they're like, yeah, right. Yeah. But if you, it's pretty hard to miss a crow flying off with a yellow ball. Yeah, hundred percent. Especially a brand new cunt too, where it's just fluorescent yellow. Like, they can be pretty sneaky, but they're not that sneaky. <laughs> Man. I fucking... I can't get over my fish tank, eh? Why don't you just go under it? Well, actually, I've got to... I've got to get my sister to get under it so she can fix my fish tank light that I put on it because one of me fucking... One of my lights stopped working, which I'm spewing about. That's why I got that other one sitting on top of it. But yeah... Me and the missus put together this 125 litre tank probably a month and a half ago now. Done up like a nice little natural riverscape. All we got in there, we got fucking five bronze quarries with 
and then just one other Corey that came from another tank, but that tank sort of got <coughs> fucked up. Which one's the driver? Um, I'd say the Pleco. You'd say the Pleco is the driver? Yeah, he's right. he's the old head of the tank. Who's the gunman? The gunman would be the Danios. They 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 like calling the shots. They like they like the sergeants getting around the tank. They go <laughs> they go around harassing every cunt too. So, <laughs> wait, but one of my one of my Corys, man, he sort of worked out that the um the flakes sit up on top. Yeah, yeah. The, when the flakes go up on top, he can just fucking he can just swim upside down along the top of the water and he just goes along just fucking chopping the top of the water upside down <laughs> it's fucking hilarious man like, I was just sit- I was just sitting there fucking giggling like a dickhead about it fucking the other day like for ages <laughs> fuck yeah bro that's not real what are you drinking? I'm drinking I went to IGA last night and I found Pe- uh, Pepsi Max vanilla it's interesting what the fuck <laughs> You better say it all tastes like it's sugar, but there's no sugar. Yeah, that's the thing. Because I know that Coke, Coke, vanilla Coke's fucking sugary as fuck. Like, it is so sugary, it's not even funny. And then I saw this on the shelf and I went, I'm going to give that a go. Because it might be good or it might just taste wrong. Mm. And I'm still deciding whether or not it tastes good or it tastes wrong. Uh, I feel like it probably depends on how high you are too. Well, because that could be so good when you're really high. I mean, it's not bad right now. <laughs> Fuck, how long till kickoff? Uh, we got an hour. Yeah, right. Alright, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna watch the. Are we gonna leave this? We're gonna walk away from the microphones. We're gonna watch the footy game. And then we'll come back after it and we'll we'll discuss about it. See what we reckon. If we if we had a poo flinger or if we had a fucking or if we had a good one, surely it's about to be a good one. Okay. Up the boys. Alright, go cowboys. Go cowboys. So in between this part, the next part, we changed studios and our volumes got all fucked up. So I suggest turning down your volume before you get to this next bit. Cheers. Ah, uh, so uh. We might have got a little bit carried away after the Cowboys fucking smashed the storm and we didn't really get around to finishing the pod. It was... Fuck was that? <laughs> I accidentally just slammed my knee into the table and it really fucking hurt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so... um, But yeah, we're back. Yes. And we're a bit more lively too. We uh, listened back to the end of that pod and fuck, we were trashed. Yeah, we were pretty rolled, man. Like <laughs> shit. <laughs> I think we need to be a little bit more controlled on the pod. Yeah. But at the same time, if you enjoy listening to us being fucked up, and let us know. <laughs> yeah, it was teething problems. Yeah, teething problems. But, well, the biggest, the biggest thing that spun us the fuck out was, well, Russell had a multi on and had Feldy to try. And then I think probably... 20 minutes to kick off, I put a notification from the Stockman group on Facebook, shout out to the ranch, um, that Robert posted in there saying Feldy's out. And we went, what the fuck? What happened? Well, like at that point, you could only assume that maybe there was an injury or, or something. It was like half an hour out to the start of the game and they dropped Feldy and we were just like, what the fuck happened? Like, is he, you know, was this like a, a trick tactic? Has he got an injury that we no one knows about? But just yeah probably just got dropped yeah just got dropped he the um uh, todd payton came out the end of the game saying that he's just he's been making a few defensive errors and it's just probably time for him to sit out for a couple which he's he's nearing on his 200 games for the cowboys and he's six tries off marty bowen's record of most tries all time for the cowboys but it's there's i don't think the discipline's there and i think todd's gonna make him work for that He's gonna to have to really show what's going. Like, what Shelby really wants to still be there, and he's not just gonna. He's just not, you know, like furniture. Well, the thing is, I don't feel like Feldy's at his. Like, I feel like he had a good few games there, and then he got dropped. So Feldy's out, and then he got he got slotted by Sammy Vellame. Vellame. I'm sorry, I don't know how to say your name, but Vellame Vellame. Don't trust the commentators. 
Don't <laughs> Look, I know how it's spelled. I just don't know how to officially say it. So It looks like Valame to me. Yeah, it probably is Valame. If we get that wrong, sorry, bro. Yeah. Get on the pod and tell us how to do it. <laughs> yeah, welcome anytime, bro. <laughs> well, when we've got a third mic too, that'd probably help. Yeah, that would definitely help. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, where would I even plug it in? To the computer. Running out of spots. Oh, get another spot. It gets sad though. Have to get a, I might have to get a third one that's a different brand so the computer doesn't go, like, oh my god. You just need to get more of a whore of a USB connector that no, can take work. more dicks. It doesn't work because if I plug them both into that, the computer gets sad about it. Oh, really? Yeah, it gets confused. Fuck technology, bro. Yeah. Why is this shit hard? <laughs> if, my com- if my computer had a third USB <coughs> thing... If my computer had a third USB thing on it, it'd be okay. But it's only got it's got two USB 2.0, one USB C, HDMI, SD card, AUX. Yeah. I don't know. Teething problems. We'll work it out. But <laughs> yeah, we're at episode four. And then right? we and then we got yeah and we we're got gr- yeah. This is four. This is four. <laughs> <laughs> so then we kick off, and fucking Sammy Valamo, he'd he'd been a cowboy for. All of 10 minutes, very first game for the Cowboys, and scores a fucking double. Awesome effort. I mean, second try was, was what did they say? It was drowned in controversy. <laughs> controversy. But get fucked. You take that try off us, we still win the game. Yeah. So shut up. Xavier Coates got through with a pretty, it was a pretty easy try from him. He just, I don't know, I feel like he just... He just threw a good dummy and just ran straight through between two people and just got a try, but fuck me. Does Cooper Crunk want to jump through the fucking commentary box and start sucking Xavier Coates off or what? Or does he want to jump out and just start bashing the Cowboys? Oh, fuck, I hate that cunt so much. Bro, the commentary on that game was just shocking. Just, I don't know, I've said it before and I'll say it again. I don't know what fucking Cooper Crunk's problem is with the Cowboys, but he needs to cut his shit. His problem, his problem with the Cowboys is probably JT. Yeah. As good as he always was, JT was better. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if I ever saw Cooper Crunk in a pub, I wouldn't hurt him or nothing. I'd just pour a beer over his head. Honestly, if he did that, he'd probably hurt you. That's all right. <laughs> all I did was pour a beer over his head and Which he assaulted assault. me. Oh, is it? How oh, is that not assault? It's just, you just got wet. Fucking get over <laughs> Look. <laughs> Look, the world's soft. That's assault. All right, it's assault. Don't it's- touch him. Just, just walk past him and, and just sit there and... No, if you throw a pepper shaker at him, that's not assault. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck But, yeah, I I just love it when the refs... I do love it when the refs bash the fuck out of us and then we just come along and tell the other team by fucking 25 points. That's the only way that... Cowboys can seriously do well is to just take the refs out of the game. We have to be that good. Yeah, we take the refs out of the game and if and we just take the commentary out of the game. Yeah, well, well the players can't hear it, but we can hear it from home. And it fucking like, that's why I half like going to a game because you can't hear the commentary. Mm, you just watch the game for what it is. All you hear is Minty on the fucking microphone. Cowboys. Right, <laughs> <laughs> Minty on the mic at the Cowboys games is like it's. It it's is like, what it is, but I don't. It's not very hot for the crowd. The way he does it, like, he needs to get more into it. Yeah. He needs to be more like, Cowboys! But instead, he just gets on the mic. He's, Cowboys! And it's just, I don't know. I don't Cowboys! Know. And then he does it twice. Like, do it three times, man. Yeah. Three times seems legit, and get into it, Minty. <laughs> hype them up. And if it's not Minty, it should be Minty, because he could, and then hype up. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, no, nah, it's... It's as much as it's, just, it's sort of cringy when you're at the game, but you just, but then when we're fucking like, it's usually when we're looking really good too. And I feel like as soon as it happens, I, f- I feel like an energy in the air. It's almost like the static electricity builds. I can feel the hair on the back of my neck stand up and it's just like something's going to happen here. <laughs> and then either, well, something usually does happen, whether or not we make an error or we make a try or we get fucked by a ref. I don't know. <laughs> But then, how fucking good was Muzz's roly poly try? <laughs> that was sick, man. <laughs> like, Muzz is an athlete, bro. Muzz is 100% just an athlete. Like, he's one of the best finishers in the game at the moment. For him to be able to just get through that as smooth as he did was pretty nice. 
man, like just <clears throat> full trip, duck his head, do a little roll, just back on his feet, just fucking run that line, put the ball down. Like, I remember watching that live, and that was just. <sighs> Fuck, that was so sick. I was just off my chair, like, yes! Two hands in the air, just, fuck yes! Fuck yes, Mars. My neighbours know when the Cowboys game's on. And, <laughs> and they definitely know when we're winning. <laughs> Absolutely. And then, how, was, um, how was that try that Tommy did and Scott Drinkwater set up? Oh, fuck yeah. Right, the word from Tommy did and to get on the inside there, put that little step on and throw the ball around. And then... Drinky gets on the outside, throws that one-handed pass around old mate to Val. That was a beautiful try, man. Well set up by the boys. And then you get Hiku. Pop that little kick up for fucking Chad. Mm, lovely. Man, we we had a good look at that on the telly because I looked at that and went, oh, fuck. Was Chad offside? Oh, I don't know. I mean, fuck, it's all said and done now. Who cares? We won. <laughs> but we, we, got the fucking, we got the ruler on the telly and everything and Chad was onside. It wasn't by much. It was fucking like... And probably then, half a metre in it at best. And then that ball had travelled another metre off his foot and Chad was like a metre and a half in front of him. Like Chad, just, as soon as that ball hit, he fucking bolted. Yeah. Chad turned into a Honda Civic with a spoon engine running a Motec system exhaust with <laughs> NOS and a T66 turbo. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. He was just... <laughs> and then we had a really really good run at the line and fucking Xavier Coates just come barreling in to try and save the try and fucking just launched himself off the sideline clean off the grass into the fucking concrete bro that would have sucked because that's not even grass on that side there is it that AstroTurf they got AstroTurf oh, around there shit. yeah he so went over like... the AstroTurf into the concrete oh yeah <laughs> oh kind of <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus fuck like it's not even a grass burn that's like a plastic burn yeah. where it's fucked yeah and then concrete gravel fucking rash shit like yeah that's just but you gotta give it to Sammy Valame. he walked over and he helped him up off the ground like a fucking true champion yeah it's great sportsmanship absolutely and, and that's one thing I love to see from a Cowboys side is, is sportsmanship too absolutely like you can be you can be competitive you can be right in it but when you're a sportsman as well that is just the fucking that's when you know you're at the a grade that's why that's why you're in the nrl you're there to you're not only because that's like we've, we've said well we probably hey, you might hear later <laughs> when you're a footy player you're not just a footy player you're a role model absolutely whether yeah. you like it or not and if and if the kids you know who watch you play footy watch someone from one team helping up a dude from the other team up off the ground like that they see that and they'll follow mm. monkey see monkey do it's like how you see so many kickers these days pick up the tee and give it to the ball boy yeah now he started that old jt yeah man jonathan thurston the, the king of etiquette in nrl <laughs> even when he missed and he was fucking pissed off he'd always give that tee to the kid yeah absolutely. he wouldn't just leave it there he wouldn't never Go grab it, be a true sportsman, be a good bloke. Because like you just said, there is kids watching you as much as you just think, you might just think, I'm just a footy player. Nah, you're an idol, you know. But how fucking filthy is Dedzy's black eye? Oh, oh bud. That I, thing was closed, man. I didn't I didn't even see where it happened. Like I remember watching the game and the commentators sort of noticed it and they're like, holy shit, when that even <laughs> happened? Like, even we just watched the mini back before. I'm pretty sure there was a tackle early in the game. Yeah, it was really early in the game. Yeah. I don't know who tackled him and who done it, but yeah, <laughs> he definitely caught one straight to the eye. Yeah, like poor bastard. He'll be wearing that black eye for a month. <laughs> but we know Tommy Dean's tough enough because he told the doctor he's ready to lose a nut if it means he gets to play footy for us. Yeah, it was a yeah, finals footy. He had a ruptured testicle and he was ready just to cut it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said to the doc, if it's going to cause me drama and I'm not playing finals, fuck it off. Yeah, <laughs> that's, a, that's a team player. So what we have is we've got sportsmen and then we've got just the next level of fucking cunt. He just... If it means I need to lose a nut for the game, I'm fucking losing it. It's gone. It's out of here. And like, what the fuck? That's why it's, we love him. It's like, hey, brah, brah. Chill out. <laughs> it's, you, there's more years of footy. You're like, <laughs> dude, look after yourself. Fuck. 
But in that season, we were hell, man. Oh, if he couldn't not, he couldn't miss the finals if we, you know, even if, if we made it through to the grand final, even like fuck, like if we were missing Deadsy because of his ball, he would have been sitting there like, I wish I fucking cut that thing out. Yeah, absolutely, man. <laughs> absolutely. I'm glad. I'm, I'm bet he's glad he's still got it now. Oh yeah. <laughs> fucking oh. But I just want to make one thing very clear. Chad's not fucking going anywhere. No. If you see a news article saying that Chad Townsend's out of here, pull your head in. He's not going nowhere. Because A, he signed till the end of 2024. B, him, Val and Drinky, as we've mentioned previously, have started their players club golf brand in Townsville. Mm. The three of those players, I mean, like, Val... um, Drinky and Chad are both from New South Wales. You know, they're both from Sydney and there would be like a chance of them going back home or whatever. But just to, for well, how long they've been building that shit too. And I just, why would you work so hard to then just be like, nah, boys, I'm, I'm going back to Sydney, leaving Dr- Drinky and Val here. But you can't expect them to come with you because they're signed to the Cowboys and you can't expect, you know, like them to carry it for you because you're not there when you are sort of like the centerpiece of it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, <clears throat> yeah. What were they saying? Oh, Chad's got a removalist truck outside his house. A, stop being such a stalker and leave the fucking cunt alone. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Like, who cares where he fucking lives? Why do you even know where he lives? Get out of it. Leave him alone. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> Let Chatty be Chatty. Let Chatty Daddy be Chatty Daddy. Let him fucking... Now, give him some privacy for fuck's sake. Oh my God. So the truth of the story here is all he did was fucking move house. He moved house in Townsville. He moved from one house in Townsville to another house in Townsville. Holy shit. Have people done that before, have they? Oh, look, honestly, if you looked into the story more... That would probably tell you that he plans to stay around for longer because he just went and got... I don't know if he bought the house or is renting. But either way, he's just gone and signed a new lease or mortgage. So if you've read the... Like, just just looked into it. A bee's dick more without just being like, yeah, he's moving away. Like, if you've done some research, you listen to his fucking podcast or you listen to his vlog, you would know. He just moved house. Yeah. Just for fuck's sake. Stop your bullshit and leave him alone. <laughs> if you see him out in public, sure, go say good day. They they love that shit. I mean, if he's if his kids and stuff at the fucking at the strand, give him some space. He's there with his family doing family shit. Yeah. If you if you're on a golf course and you see Chad or any of the cowboys on a golf course, go say good day to them. They fucking love it. Yeah, they'll 100 percent say hello to you. Yeah, you know, obviously don't go there and fucking try to start up a big conversation. Yeah, hey, bud, how you going? You know, you're such and such from the cowboys. Like that day we were at Tropics. You walked over and you're like, hey, bud, you're healing Lukey, eh? And you're like, yeah, man, yeah. And I, mean, I was I was fucking shamed as. I was like, nah, bro, I'm starstruck. I'm staying here. <laughs> <laughs> so that's how I used to be. But now I've met a few of the players on the course and shit and just had a chat a couple of times. And I've just realized that the team loves the fans yeah. as much as the fans love the team. It's Have, have you bumped into any since you've got your players hat? Um, no, so this is this was kind of annoying. <laughs> the other day, a couple of days ago, when I was there hitting the chips and I was doing some chipping practice with Mark, um so jet ski drove past in a golf cart with this kid in it didn't even realize it was jet ski until mark was like hey jack how you going and he's like yeah good mark and he sort of kept driving and i'm like thought of him like hang on that was jet ski holy fuck <laughs> and then i look over at the first tee box and Carmen hess was there as well and i couldn't work out if the other one was tommy dearden drink water or chatty because they were wearing players merch but then it looked like he had blonde hair. So I was like, I'm pretty sure that's Tommy. But Mark's like, I'm pretty sure it's Chad. So I'm like, all right, well, we're like 100 meters away and I'm fucking confused. <laughs> so that's a big difference too. Yeah. <laughs> like it's a huge difference. We're from 100 meters. It's hard to tell. Yeah. Like, but my, my, my <laughs> gut was telling me that it was Tommy Dearden just because I know like, well, one, Tommy Dearden's blonde. He's a member at Tropics. Mm. And like, I know him and Hesse are pretty tight. Like, they, yeah. they're good mates. So, there was a very good chance it was Tommy. And I feel like it was. 
But no, I haven't. I haven't seen any of the players from the players club. Yeah. Oh, I really want to because I want to get this fucking hat signed soon. You yeah. need you need to put a white nico in your bag. Yeah, yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Once I get this signed, man, I'm probably just gonna stop wearing it and buy another player's hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be mental. Yeah, and then this will just probably get hung up in here. Yeah, in the studio. In the studio. In the pool room wall, except it's not the pool room. Pool room's downstairs. Yeah, close the bar. <laughs> Anyway, we might wrap him up there. Yeah. Cowboys smashed the storm. That's all you need to know, really. Yep, and we're definitely winning the next game. Yep. Who's the next game again? A bye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're walking away with two points. But after that, we got Penrith. So um, we'll come back and preview that one on the next pod. Yeah, so we got Cowboys versus Penrith at home, 8 o'clock, Friday night, this Friday coming. This Friday? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Well, today's Saturday, so... Shit, I'm going to have to get me and do some good tickets for that one. Mm. Fuck me, it's on 9KO and Foxtel. Ooh. Yeah, nice. Friday night footy. Anyway, cheers for listening, guys, and uh, fucking just always remember, have a fucking sick one. Cheers, guns. Fuck, where's my cursor? There it is.